0: death to us recap i'm brit i'm tim and today we are recapping *Married at first sight season 13 episode 14
1: country chaos
0: country chaos indeed So so this was couples retreat
1: retreat week um it took place at a ranch a farm i don't know the difference between a ranch and a farm can you enlighten me Mm, no okay no. so i'm not the only one because i'm I, i'm like it
0: can be a little bit synonymous i think
1: yeah, yeah i uh, there's, there's animals i almost feel
0: like ranch no that could be incorrect i i shouldn't speak on this i don't I think know.
1: ranch is but it was more like an horse, airbnb or centric vibe yeah anyway anywho
0: couples retreat very chaotic indeed very so chaotic, chaotic indeed Um, we have two weeks before decision day when we start, I can't believe that like next week is the last episode of the normal season. Yeah. It's nuts. It's crazy. Um, so we're going to kind of be, I feel like because of the nature of couples retreat and there's so much overlap of them hanging out, like we'll start with our normal breakdown and we'll go by like couples, but we'll probably end up inadvertently like. Intertwining with certain events. You know what I mean? We're
1: going to be all over the we're place. We're going to be
0: all over the place is the disclaimer.
1: Yes. What you're saying. <laughs> but, okay. And we w- We might oh, later in the episode get into some spoilers. We will do an alert. But you will be alerted when we get you into spoilers. You
0: will be alerted. Because we advance. can't not talk
1: about this spoiler. Yeah,
0: we have to talk about this spoiler. And I know a lot of people know about it. So at the end of the ep, we will spend a little bit of time digging into that for those that are interested. And for those that aren't, we will be sure to let you know so you know when to turn it off. Fabulous. Um, so let's start with Zach and Michaela. So, I mean, we start really like right after all that shit went down where she moved out mm-hmm. because she was upset that he left um, for the night. <laughs> because basically, they wouldn't. He, she wasn't going to have sex with him. Yes, which we did have confirmed in this episode, and it does make Zach look significantly douchier. Um, but like he makes it clear, especially in unfiltered, that he did not think she was coming on this retreat initially because she had moved out and they weren't speaking.
1: The way that they communicate with each other makes it confusing for everyone to figure out what is going on yeah because yeah we'll we'll get into it when the when the huge blow up happens but it's very much like someone suggests something and that person says oh really do, is that what you want me to do and then like oh. they take it to all these different They're crazy so levels many games.
0: it's insane it's so immature it's like literal cringe to watch so
1: they start off and yeah Zach says Michaela moved out but since we've resolved things we've resolved the situation and I'm like what
0: but he still says he's he wants her to apologize for moving out because he knows that she did it specifically to hurt him so that's kind of where he is she shows up and they leave together then they stop. They make this stop at this like romantic place with like a gazebo and a pond and all this shit.
1: Yeah. To talk. A, a pasture.
0: Yeah. They stop to like talk. And she's, of like she's in a classic Michaela post explosion state where she's had time to mull, to think about her choices, to calm down.
1: And she got day, a couple days at home. So now she's in a better space. Yeah. Which if it's, you know, generally we don't like, I don't like people leaving yeah. for nights right. during this process. Yeah. But if it's happening this late in the game, we got some some issues.
0: Yeah. So she's just like all soft and reflective. She's like, I talked to my sisters. I talked to your brothers. Because like she specifically wanted to make amends for like bailing on the stupid Zoom that we'll never understand. Um, she explained she needed her own space. Now she's feeling better. She feels like she can pinpoint the triggers. So she's all like back to miss hopeful Michaela. We're going to make this work because I I'm fine now. Yeah. He definitely seems more skeptical. Um, And I just thought it was funny. She's like saying, i just realized like we really need to talk and use our words to explain what we would like to see. And I just put, like, LOL, haven't we had this realization already, like, multiple times a week by now? Oh, yeah. Like, but she acts like it's the first time she's ever just, I really realized. Basically, like, yeah, we need to speak before the triggers just pop off and we're in reactionary brain. And we're not in reasonable human brain anymore. I (laughs) put it. He told her she looked like the goats. He is the king of sane, like the stupid, like this weird st- that I think he's just trying to fill space when he does it. But it's
1: like, bro. When he criticizes her, he's constantly criticizing her and I get really put off by it. But that's this weird way that I have connecting with each other and she's always laughing about it. It's, yeah, weird. Usually, it's weird. It's weird. She I,
0: usually tries to turn it into like, oh, huh, we're having banter, right? But it's always like when he says something fucking weird, like, you look so awkward when you do everything. Ha ha.
1: Yeah. Or it's... like,
0: you look exactly like the goats. Ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he asks her if they're sleeping in the same bed tonight. And she's like, Well, why? And he's like, I'm just looking forward to it. It's going to be fun like it always is. And I was like, there it is. I was right. Yep. So, I mean, I have to say off the top before we get into the rest, clearly everyone leaves this episode if they had to choose a side on his side, right? Not hers. Because Michaela has such an extreme reaction but there's these little things that we still do see of zach that i just don't think her behavior doesn't completely absolve his idiocy and like he seems like a fuck boy yeah and for all of the older people out there listening that maybe aren't aware of what that term means it means you're like a player you are looking i mean it's pretty self-explanatory so it's just like, seriously, with all of this, with all of the shit that you've talked about her, with all of the deep criticism of her, you act like you take this all very seriously, but then you say shit like that. It's just like, like you wouldn't, again, let's remember, a few days ago, because she said, why would we sleep in the same bed, aka have sex tonight, if we just admitted to each other that we don't see this going anywhere? And that makes him leave rather than sleep in the second bedroom.
1: Yeah.
0: So he's got some asshole abilities. Tendencies. Tendencies. Um, So, yeah. He tells the guys about how he left for this reason because they wouldn't sleep in the same bed. His whole thing is you should have just told me that you didn't want me to leave, which all the guys are kind of like, Zach. But you kind of knew, of course, she wouldn't want you to leave. Exactly. Um, but then you contrast this with, like, Michaela talking to the girls and acting like she's, a, she's definitely seeming like she's willing to be more vulnerable with the group. But it's coming from this place of, like, well, now we're perfect.
1: Yeah. So everything well, and this, is and This all threw me for a loop because I think, I think at this point everyone has arrived and... They're kind of in the big main hall, picking out their cowboy hats, and she's just giving marriage advice to everyone. Ah, I know. She's like, I just think now is the time, you know, for for everyone just to be brutally honest. And if I've
0: learned anything,
1: I'm like, "Eh." just honesty,
0: communication, communication. It's like, Mikela. This is a moment where actually you should keep your mouth shut.
1: And the very next next time that they communicate, it does not go well. Mm -hmm. Um, We get it. Well, so they talk about what their ideal marriages looks like. So I think this is when they're outside. Right. Um, And they talk about what their ideal marriages are. And Zach says, my ideal marriage is one where you're happy.
0: I'm always happy in it.
1: I'm always happy. And I'm like, oh, okay. For someone (laughs) who has been wanting self-proclaimed wanting to be married since he was 17 years old or which which was 10 years ago. We
0: need to also just critique that principle. Like that's just the stupidest thing you could say. No, 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 no. I've been ready for marriage since I was 17. Just not with you. What are you talking
1: about? Yeah. No.
0: So like you've been really like 27 year old you. If you met 17-year-old you right now in a separate body, you would fully sanction, you would say he's very ready to be married now. It's just everyone else is the problem. And if it, I would never, I wouldn't look at my 17-year-old self and tell her that she's ready to be married. No. She's absolutely not ready.
1: Well, and I'm sorry. Okay, so apparently you felt this way for the last 10 years of your life and you haven't been able to come up with a better answer. Of what your ideal marriage looks like.
0: It's just, I'm happy all the time.
1: It's just it, it, with we're a really happy. hot person. Oh has sex my with gosh. Just <laughs> so lame. I know.
0: That was a can. Um, and a can is a something that you just can't with <laughs> 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 to inform the public in case you're confused. Um so he says the the, the irony of this is he says he thinks he's been very consistent. He basically, I mean, this is where he starts wrong and you start watching the inner Michaela hurricane start to build Mm -hmm. because he basically is implying like, you are the one with all of the problems that are making this marriage bad. And I'm just sitting here. I've been ready for a decade and like, I've been, you know, great all the way through. And like, this is all you. And then she's like, well, sure, you've been consistent in that you gave up on this marriage week two and nothing's really changed, which I have to say I kind of think is a good point. Yeah. And then he's getting all pissy. And then we end up finding out that they had a conversation the night before where they both said neither of them feel like they're being themselves right now with the pressure that marriage, like the construct of marriage is almost creating hit. And this clear, it becomes clear that this is more Zach's theory than hers. Right? So he's basically implied to her in private conversation that maybe the real problem is the construct of marriage. And all of this pressure that we perceive to be coming from it. And it's making us crazy. And so what if we just agree to divorce and basically keep trying as normal people beyond the experiment and see if that changes anything? Um, And that, of course, makes zero sense to her. And then he like keeps going. So he's like marriage with you was way more work than I thought it would be. I just want to make sure we're clear on that. It's you. It's not marriage. Because she's basically like, well, what? You d- You thought marriage was just going to be perfect and easy? And he's like, to be clear, I've been ready since I was 17. I just wasn't ready for you. So, yeah. I don't know.
1: <sighs> Is this where she gets up and almost. starts? Okay. So
0: she was implying that maybe we need... She then is like, well, I'm starting to wonder if we need to do work just on ourselves
1: individually. It seems like there was some agreement. Yeah, there that was. Ha- there was some agreement the night before. Or that, like,
0: a- there was an added pressure.
1: Yes, and we they were play. essentially going to get a divorce, take a break, work on themselves, and then try again after the show is done. Right. Is kind of what I'm gathering. What I gathered from this.
0: Yeah, and then he says... But then it's like, there's something in her switching because she's clearly, she's trying to figure out like, well, what do you exactly mean by this? Because I thought we kind of agreed that this was about pressure. But then now you're saying some really specific hurtful shit that's like, well, actually I'm ready to be married, just not ready to be married to someone as difficult as you. So then he just reiterates, if we get a divorce, it would be a different relationship and then we can try then. And this is what starts to like... Then she starts getting like, this doesn't make any sense. What are you talking about? I'm And he's... This is... I've been ready for marriage since I was 17, just not marriage to Michaela. And then that's when she freaks out. And like, side note, I just feel bad for her because she has some serious boob sweat going on right now, which is just really unfortunate to be dealing with when you're already in a fight on national television. Mm. But then you also have boob sweat. It's just... It's just unfortunate. And it needs... It's like, we don't need to spend too much time on it, but we also need to just acknowledge that this is a real thing in life, boob sweat. Um,
1: (laughs) I think you can probably speak to that more than I can.
0: Yeah, but can you understand why that'd be frustrating?
1: Oh, absolutely. What
0: if you were just sitting in a fight and then you just suddenly have like penis let's not go
1: there. No. What if
0: that was a thing that you guys had to worry about and it just was like blotching your pants while you're trying to be serious? That would be unfortunate. It would ruin your credibility in a way. Well, you would feel like it would. It doesn't actually. Body sweat. What can we do? Anyway. Um, <laughs> so that is a... Mo- that's our first, like, big freak out.
1: Category 2.
0: Point 0.5.
1: Point 0.5 hurricane. Point five.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And she just has her... And here's the thing. It's like, it's hard because... He does sound like an idiot. It's like the more he tries to make what he's saying make sense, he just keeps sort of digging the grave. And that's what I... this is what Zach does.
1: Yeah, and that's why, honestly, with all of these huge fights, I was watching and I'm on it, like... Multiple times I wrote down, I'm confused. I'm confused. Like, I have a very hard time tracking the plans, who, who came up with which idea... Who's like it, it's just all very, you know? She moves out, and then she thinks everything's perfect, and then they're suggesting that they get a split, and but that's not really what she wants. to do. I mean, it's like I I no, can't so follow any of it, and I think part of I I would on, honestly say that I think Zach is responsible for more of that confusion with yeah, what he brings he sends to the table. Mixed
0: messages he whenever he's trying to like be the reasonable adult of the situation and speak to a thing, he usually ends up digging a hole with some of the fucked up things he says. And then those things trigger Michaela understandably. So however, her reactions are and her behavior is completely fucking unacceptable. Oh, and yeah. so that is what puts, makes the situation hard because I mean, she's, the one most clearly, I mean, this behavior, there's nothing that can justify it, Mm -hmm. right? So it's like, in the big scheme of things, I think most people still walk away from this like shaking their head at Michaela the most. But I just, I think it's still important to acknowledge that Zach is not a perfect little boy here.
1: No. You know, he can be a
0: jerk, and he can be very black and white, and I think that he can be judgy all the while, acting like he still wants to try. And that's where I think a lot of us have questioned his genuineness, period, over the weeks. Almost like if you really, like, as someone that's experiencing some of this behavior from Michaela, it almost makes zero sense that you're still willing to come back and, like, do her that night. And then have a conversation and act like... Like, I think that's part of what's made sometimes it feel like he's leading her on or being disingenuous because he is sometimes showing her something that isn't what he's saying in the confessionals or in unfiltered, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, So anyways, then I think we have like things in the, so that happens in the day and she flips out and leaves and
1: he leaves and, and then Bao comes out and talks to her and gives this pep talk about
0: that was that day.
1: Yes, this is after So Zach goes inside Michaela's still out on the little daybed couch out there. Bao comes out and is like you guys can't let your egos get in the way of this keep working on it. don't throw it all away And you know Michaela at that point feels better about the situation. Zach Zach was Zach is checked out. He's been checked out. Other than wanting to sleep with her, he is checked out. Um,
0: Yeah. Bao and Michaela's talk is actually really, really sweet. And it's something that we'll maybe even dig into more later at the end of the ep. Um, I think there's more to dissect from that angle. But very, very sweet. And Bao's whole perspective is like, look, you have someone who... Like, you guys are both still fighting for the marriage. Yeah. That's at least how it seems to me. Yeah. And that is better than what I'm get going through, which is me and Johnny are here, but we are, like, avoiding each other like the plague. And, like, that's the only way we can get along. So, like, if you guys both are still fighting for this, like, you know, drop your ego a bit and listen to each other and blah, blah, blah. And, like, Michaela's all touched. And I think she feels... So that conversation... Kind of puts her in a better headspace again and so we have another situation where Michaela is feeling great game night yes yeah she's feeling great like she's like i worked through my shit but it's like okay you also like flipped out like he might not be over that yet yeah you know and that's the part that she never really seems to get and she i understand that he's been known for Shoving her face in the poo three weeks after something she did, and that's not cool. But look, there's a happy medium. Like you freaked out like five hours ago.
1: And, and, now, scene, you're and now you're all shipper and fun, and that can be give you vertigo. Yeah, as it a can partner. make you feel
0: confused. Yeah. Um do you is there anything specific about the game stuff?
1: Well, I just found it interesting. They said who's the pettiest?
0: Oh, right.
1: And I think everyone... It was a
0: solid tie. It was between her and Rachel.
1: Oh, that's right, yes. But she elaborates and elaborates and elaborates about how... It gets weird. Yeah, I thought Gil was like, yeah, she'll take the batteries out of the smoke alarm. And she was like, absolutely. And I took the herbs of province out of the herb closet. I'll
0: (laughs) I'll I'll take (laughs) your spices. I'll take your spices if I'm leaving. I'm like, oh my God. It gets weird because it's like, She's trying to act like she's cool with the fact that everyone sees her this way. So she's laughing. She's owning it. And there is a point where you feel it cross over a little bit. Yeah. And she's a little bit also irritated and doesn't know what to think of the fact that half the group decided that she was petty. And so it's like she's getting in that weird. You feel the undercurrent of anger and insecurity. Because she just keeps doubling down going, oh, that's right, I'll come with And you're like, oh okay, gosh. whoa, 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 whoa. Like, let's calm down. Like, you're making everyone nervous. People are starting to have bug eyes because it's yeah. not stopping.
1: Yeah. You oh, that was too so far? awkward. So that really sets the stage. And Zach is just horrified and, yeah, by the whole thing. yeah, he's, of course, thing. Thing. He's humiliated he, yeah. by
0: that fact. that he's probably feels simultaneously super validated <laughs> by the fact that everyone else also sees it and also like embarrassed mm-hmm. so then they're in bed and this is when it all, it all devolves and explodes and the hurricane has landed over the ranch so he's basically been holding on all day for a private moment to bas- to tell her I'm done like I will not feel this way anymore. I will not experience I I'm not going to like experience your explosive freakouts anymore. She is just cannot believe what he's saying because she thought they were better. Now, she had a great conversation with Bao. She calmed down. She thought they had a fun time playing games. Um he is like he's just done. He's spent and he just kind of keeps repeating that vibe. And she literally has the audacity to be like, well, what happened now? Nothing's happened since. I haven't done anything bad since, have I? And it's like, it's not, that's not the point, Michaela. Like,
1: nothing's been resolved.
0: Nothing's been resolved. You, you feel better about yourself, ago. but like,
1: nothing's been resolved no. between you two.
0: Uh. So it's so awkward. Then they start. Then we start that terrible game they play. So she's like, "Oh, you want to go?"
1: Well, he says that she's two different Michaelas. Mm, he, right. And yeah. So yeah, they they do this game. And he goes, "I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna leave." She goes, "You're gonna leave? Okay. Bye. Leave." You can just go
0: home tonight. Well, because he's what is he? It's like, it's, I think it starts with, he's saying he wants to move on. And she's like, well, you can just go home tonight. You're yeah. You, that's fine. You can go home tonight. And he's like, uh, okay, maybe I, I will just go home tonight then. Um, he was like, I mean, I was gonna. He was gonna, he's like, I was, we were still going to go home together. And she's like, well, if you're, if you're saying that you want to go home, then I'll just call my sister and she can come pick me up and you can go home tonight. And then he's like, okay. And then we switch. It's literally insane. She acts surprised. Like, she's like, well, I'm going to go home separately then. And he's like, well, if you're going to do that, then I'm not going to wait for tomorrow. I'm going to wait. I'm just going to leave tonight. Because, like, what's the point? And then she's like, oh, you're going to go? It's like, it goes back and forth. Oh, all- she's like, bye, bye. And then it's, oh, wow, you're leaving. You're leaving. Wow. You know, and she calls her sister in the car. That, okay, see, this is
1: another... in
0: the bed.
1: This is another... The dramatic sign of their... This whole, like... Including people. Yeah, it's it's just a sign of immaturity. It's like posting a status
0: on your MySpace when you were going in a fight with your boyfriend when you Well, I
1: mean, it's just... It's ridiculous. (laughs) It's performative and immature. And Zach takes it a step further... By being like, give me the phone, give me the phone, give me the, you know, and it's just like, this is all so petty and immature and stupid. crazy.
0: I'm sorry. It's just insane. Um, Then we get to a point where he's saying, I don't like myself right now. And that's primarily because of you. I need to remove myself from the situation. She's like, well, what I think you should do is go take a nap. I don't think you're thinking straight. I think you should take a nap and see how you feel after. And he's like, take a nap. And then he's like, I'm leaving.
1: He just wants to, he, he, wants, he, to get he, out. he wants to leave so bad. He's like, so I'm then done, I'm So she literally leaving.
0: starts chasing him out of the room, yelling at him, ends up taking his suitcase from him. They're yelling in the whole common area. So like probably waking up everyone. You see little Bao is peeking out of her door.
1: <laughs> There's a couple people that are asleep already.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. And there's some people by the fire. Yeah. Um so he says that, then he tries to leave. She's yelling at him in the thing, takes his suitcase, rolls it back into their room. And then she's just freaking out about how, like, you can't leave right now. And like I did, then there was like multiple people that did express concern about how late it was that he was leaving, especially being in the country. Yeah. And I mean, I was like, okay, for a black man to leave in a rural area like this and be alone driving in the car, it is a risk. Yeah. It's an unfortunate thing of life in this country. So I did sort of understand the concern around that. And, but it, I also don't blame him that but he's he, like, he, at this point, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. He I just, he, need to get he just needed
1: here. to leave. Yeah. Um, so he goes outside says goodbye to everyone they're she's like she's
0: involving the entire group
1: they're like whoa 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 what are you doing dude yeah they're and all and trying to and, stop the, and ryan is actually like making some headway yeah with zach convincing him don't leave right now yeah this is like let's just calm down like and then she comes out and makes everything worse cool. and you know brings the add ratchets screaming, up the drama level
0: screaming doing the whole like fine go 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 yeah. and then looking at ryan and being like are you gonna stop him stop him yeah it's like, just like completely
1: i like that ryan actually pushed back yeah and it was like everything was fine essentially everything was fine until you came out like yeah. you, like, you like, know we
0: were talking and then you came out here but it was just she was involving the group wants ryan to go with him she's like get in the car get in the car with him and he's like, "I'm not going." This is when she like, mind you, it needs to be said, when she is charging. Or so it was after this. After that she this, after this, because I write back into the barn. Yeah,
1: I, I write after the after Zach leaves and Ryan conf- like confronts her outside. My note says, "Hurricane K sweeps through," and Absolutely. that's when we get the f- turning the of coordinated, the
0: coordinated crazy. Bench, turn, and leap at the same time, which is honestly, like, dexterity-wise, really impressive.
1: Yeah. She overthrows a church pew bench. Yeah. She discombobulates a ping pong table. Oh, my God.
0: She just starts, like, walking up to shit and, like, slamming it.
1: And then the producers and the cameraman...
0: Oh, my God. ...try to
1: follow her. There's a producer in her bedroom... The producer in the bedroom <laughs> is trying to calm her down. That's
0: her literally in like an arm lock. Yes. Yeah. Like she storms need to stop the her.
1: door, knocks a wine glass off the table, <sighs> wine splatters and breaks all over the ground, and slams the door. Right. Boom. We then find out the next morning that her sister came early in the morning and did not, and just. Left without her saying anything to anyone,
0: and then of course, we find out from Bao that what she told Bao is that they were just getting ready for bed and he just randomly decided to leave.
1: Oh my gosh, yeah, because she and spent I'm the night like, in Bao's bed.
0: That's really wow, 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 wow. Like, you had to know we were all gonna watch it,
1: yeah, it's including not... Bao. Well, they even call. They even called her on the spot when they were having the fight in the bed. Zach's like, "You just told me that." To, she's like, "I didn't say that." And then they like did that yeah. rah, rah, rewind, yeah. and just, you know, she said, "It's just like,"
0: oh my god, that conversation in and of itself was so disturbing because it was like she was totally gaslighting him. She's like, "Leave," and then he's like, "Okay, I'll leave." And then she's like, "I never said you had to leave. What are you talking about?" Yeah, what? just I never said you had to leave. And you're like, oh, my gosh, this is out of control. So, I mean, it goes without saying, this couple is over. There is nowhere to go from here. Yeah. There just isn't. Um, I am very curious. Like, again, it's so hard. Like, the way that ended was just so absolutely unacceptable and... They, I mean, the what, the smartest thing that Michaela said the whole weekend was maybe we both have to take time apart to literally get individual therapy and work through our own shit. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah,
1: but they have are so much. Ready? They have so much stuff that they need to like work through, and then once again, this is you see why they were matched chemistry wise, mm-hmm. but it's also interesting when you have therapists and counselors putting these people together and you're like you really couldn't see that these two people have so much stuff to work on themselves that they're they're really not ready for this like well
0: it's hard because everybody present i know everybody likes to hate on the experts and i completely understand it and we've all acknowledged that there's obviously must be a role of that casting plays in what the experts do like anyway. But you have to also remember that when people are trying to be on things like this, like they're presenting the best version of yeah. themselves. Yeah. So if anything, my bone to pick is not so much what they are and aren't presenting for the experts, but like, I do think that there needs to be more in depth psychological vetting. Like, there's got to be real psychological tests that they can actually put these people through that, like, aren't just asking them what they think of themselves, you yeah. know? Um, because well, it is crazy. There's been some, like, what?
1: I said, well, that doesn't make good entertainment television.
0: <laughs> That's also true, which is, yeah, sad. But, yeah, this is just so out of control. So, I don't know. Do you have anything more?
1: No. Let's go to Brett and Ryan.
0: Oh, okay. So, Brett and Ryan, we actually start in an interesting place because Mm -hmm. it's right after she had that conversation with his sis. And so you can tell that this is the first time they're talking about it is on the car ride to the ranch. So she brings up the conversation. She says that you know, what his sister said. And then also says that she feels like in general, so he he gets immediately defensive. Like, he's so defensive off the yeah,
1: bat. And really you're just
0: is. like, dude, you 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 talk this talk that you want to be called out and that like, oh, if only I could find the girl to wrangle me. And it's like, fuck you. This is like a perfectly mature, kind, open-hearted woman who has really been walking on eggshells with you for most of it. And when you react this way, all you do is reaffirm for her why she doesn't feel comfortable bringing stuff up with you. So, but something I thought was interesting is that in process of her, you can tell she's to the point where she's fed up and she's finally on this trip, I feel like, the most honest she's been with him. Yeah. In terms of what she's dissatisfied by. And... She tells him that she feels like he tells everyone else a lot of things that he doesn't tell her. Like, her point is, like, I'm hearing stuff you're saying about us and our relationship and where you're at from other castmates. You know, I'm sure all the stuff he's saying to husbands, those husbands are telling the wives. Yeah. They all talk. Yeah. They're they're the only people that they're all really hanging out with right now. Yeah. And so she's hearing... And his whole thing is, like, he thinks that he's being a good guy by not saying any of this to her face because it'll hurt her feelings. But it's, like, it's so much more hurtful for her to have to just keep hearing this shit from everyone else. It's fucking humiliating. And then if the sister, like, has the gumption to just all, like, frankly say, I wouldn't be surprised if he is caught up thinking about someone from his past. Like, that has to be super real for her as a sister to be willing to say that. And on camera, you know,
1: definitely, but
0: he's not having it. So he basically just stonewalls her. Yeah. And it's like, oh, and then he has the audacity to sort of characterize her both to camera and to the guys when they're talking like about how everyone's doing as if like, oh, she's checked out now. So he's like, right after I decide I'm going to try, she's like not even there. What are
1: you doing to try? I just
0: I'm like, you're pathetic. If you actually cared, you would have spoken up.
1: Yeah. Well, at and any then point. too, and then too, it really bothered me. This is a small little thing, but the everyone, um Ugh, the room stuff,
0: the sleeping stuff.
1: I'll get to that in a second. Um everyone gives like they give cookies to oh, Brett yeah, for, for Baxter. Baxter. And Ryan says I wish I could be a better comfort to her right now. And I'm like, you can. You can be right. a better, like, it's it, it's totally it. within your power to be a better comfort right. to her. You know, like, I just, come on, dude. Like, come on.
0: I know. And his, I just died, so, like, somehow, poor. I really just feel bad for the women that they keep, that Brett and Bow keep getting stuck in these, like, double-date-ish scenarios with the other worst, like, least compatible couple. Like, then the fact that they have to go on a double date together, I'm like, this is terrible. Like, these are the last couples that should be spending intimate time together. So they're chilling outside, right? Because Brett and... Those four were the last ones to show up. So, they're the ones that haven't figured out where they're staying yet.
1: Johnny and, and Bao and Brett Johnny right? and
0: Bao and Brett and Ryan. And so... It's a little awkward because clearly both of these couples are not in a good place. They have not been sleeping in the same bed at home. And I think Johnny is like, have you guys figured out where you're going to stay yet? And Ryan basically is like, oh, yeah, like I'm fine staying in the room together. And Brett is like, oh, what are you talking about? I didn't think we were going to do that. And he's like, whoa. I mean, I just thought...
1: We gotta try now.
0: We gotta try. And his whole thing is like... And she's like, if this is what you wanted, like, there's been nothing that you have done that is implied that this would be something you'd be interested
1: in. We're not sleeping in the same room now. We haven't
0: slept in the same bed at all since the honeymoon. And you're gonna spring this on me
1: in front of two other people. Well, once again... You know, like he thinks by doing this, he's making an effort. Ugh. He hasn't talked, communicated S-M-H. to her at all. No, that this like the smart. Okay, it, what should have happened is in the car yes. w- when they had that conversation. You talk
0: about this in advance.
1: Rather than him getting defensive, what he s- should have said was, "No, I'm here. I'm committed." I know we haven't had a good start. This weekend, I would like to kind of use this opportunity as a fresh start. I'm gonna try. I want. I think we should be sleeping in the same room to kind of, you know, to kind of just get married life going because it hasn't been good. Right. But no, no, he everything's taking place in his head. Yeah. And then and yeah, she's like- supposed to just know it exactly.
0: And she's supposed to just catch up. He's he's trying now, doesn't she know?
1: Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous.
0: And I don't know. I just thought it was so interesting. He ends up, I don't know if this was on, I think this was an unfiltered, but he says that like, basically after he met with Dr. Pepper the prior week, he left that feeling like it was, he needed to try more. Yeah. And apparently there was like a couple nights where she didn't come home. She went out with friends and didn't come home till like two in the morning. And so he uses those on Unfiltered as examples of those, here I am, I wanna try, I'm ready to try and she's not even home for me to like, hang out with her or try. And and he's like, so I viewed the weekend as really my first opportunity to try and implement some of this new quote, trying, but it's like, go fuck yourself. You have made it clear that you have no interest in doing daily life with her. So at a certain point, which she basically says, when she feels completely rejected, as with most people, she's going to shut down and she's going to pull away and she's not going to ask for more. She's going to start just existing on her own and not trying and not being vulnerable because what's the point? Like this person doesn't want me. So... I think that it's pretty safe to assume that even if that is true, what he said, that there was a few nights after that where she was out late, didn't give him, like didn't tell him and blah, blah, blah. Guarantee you he had done nothing to explain to her that he would actually like to spend some more time with her now and he knows he's been like a jerk and he's been withholding attention and he's really just would like an opportunity to show her something different. No, no, I guarantee you he hadn't told her that. So she was just going about her life like, okay, I'm going to do something fun this weekend with my friends because me and my husband aren't hanging out and he doesn't even like me.
1: And he needs his REM, deep REM, sorry. Right, he needs
0: his deep REM. <laughs> but suddenly we're at an Airbnb and you don't need your deep REM anymore. Which it just shows, like, that's not what it's about. And she admits, like, that almost makes it even more hurtful. Because I've always low-key known that sleeping separately had nothing to do with him actually needing sleep. It had to do with the fact that he wasn't interested in sleeping next to me.
1: What has he, and I know, I know I've know, i mentioned this in previous weeks, but now even more time has passed. What has he actually done for her exactly. in the way of dates or doing anything that interests her nothing this marriage started with her going outside of her comfort zone to go kayaking mm-hmm. since then we she has taken him to a little parkour gym mm-hmm. she he on their one month anniversary rather than reading her needs at her, right after her dog right. dies makes her gets dressed up and go to this empty theater and have food so that they can watch their marriage video. Yeah. Now, they're on a ranch, which I know he didn't plan that. Like, that's just where they went. Right. But that's his comfort zone. Right. He talks about it. And they're gonna go Shoot guns. Yeah. Like come on. Although she hates loud
0: noises and guns. What (laughs) are like what have you done at all? Like, am I missing something? Is has there been a date? Like he does that thing publicly in front of Johnny and Bao says, like, well, I'm cool to sleep together. And she's like, Well, I'm not. So we gotta figure that out. And like, go Brett for just being honest. And then he decides that that. So this to me is the most telling thing is that then when they're alone later to talk about this. Um, So, well, they go on their shooting thing.
1: Okay, I have a question for you on this. What? So Bal and Johnny and um, Brett and Ryan go to this gun range. She hates loud noises. Yeah. Is there any part of you that thinks that she probably should have just grinned and bared it it and tried to participate in that? Absolutely
0: but I think she is done.
1: Okay. Why is she gonna, No, I know, you know? I know. Yeah, and I'm just asking, like. If it like,
0: normal, yeah. then yes. I would be like, you know what, you should, I mean, and they should have given them headphones or whatever the earplug thing yeah. that they give you at like a shooting range. Yeah. They should have done that for her. Um, yeah, but I think she's to the point, and if I was in her position, I would be too, of like, why would I do a single thing at this point that I don't wanna do? For someone that has not bared any part of their soul, gotten vulnerable with me in any way, they've rejected me most steps of the way. Like, I have nothing to try anymore. But she does have this conversation with Johnny, which I was like, ew, Johnny. Like, he's trying to get heart to hearty with her. And I'm like, Johnny, no. You don't deserve anybody having, like, a normal chat. Like, don't pretend you're a nice guy, because you're not. But then they end up back after...
1: What? Can I can I give some thoughts on the gun range since oh, we're yeah, covering yeah, yeah. it right now? Okay, I have some major issues with the level of safety surrounding this gun range. Ugh. Was there a, any instructor present?
0: Nope.
1: There are just two shotguns. I know a little box that they're standing in, like oh my god I, when the when the Bow, gun went off. On Bow accident. really Bow, that was like, terrifying. Bow almost shoots someone. Like, yeah. I'm not, that's He's not like an, that's not an overstatement. No. Like, and so my it's thing is. a gun safety nightmare. Oh, a the n- whole gun thing. safety nightmare. You're, I I, 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 I kind of thought Ryan, who's Mr. Ranch, Which guns, hunting,
0: everyone just hunting, assumed. Everyone just assumed. Like, Ryan's the gun sensei. Okay. Like. He can be the one. He
1: did very little no. in the way of make ensuring this is a safe no. environment. And not um, good. And he can't even hit a clay pigeon with a shotgun. I know. Like what? The, I'm just like, how are we letting this happen unsupervised? I was like blown away yeah, by this whole ridiculous. scene. I'm like, we're not wearing for- goggles.
0: We're not wearing anything over our ears. There's not an instructor there like being really verbal about gun safety.
1: Bows turning around waving a shot. I'm like, what the hell is happening here? Like, I was flabbergasted. I was flabbergasted that they like let this happen in the way it did. I know. It's just like insane.
0: Yeah, for sure. And then, yeah, so, like, side note is, like, Ryan's got a little attitude because Brett and Johnny aren't participating, which I thought was just funny. But he couldn't be that annoyed because his buddy, his partner in douche crime, Johnny, also wasn't. So he, like, couldn't be too pissed, you yeah. know? Um,
1: Sorry, I had to get my gun, gun oh, yeah. segment great out of point, the way. Great point. Um, so, so we get back, we and get then back. we actually get. We have a
0: real adult talk <laughs> between them.
1: Different. They have different definitions of what being an adult well, means in this conversation. But by
0: this, I mean Brett is finally yes not mincing words yep. and just being honest about what she feels and where she's at. Yep. So she basically instigates this conversation around what happened in the morning or the day before with where they're staying, and it was just like, "I'm confused by you," and she says that your actions say they don't want to try but your words tell me they do. And it's just not adding up. And I don't understand. She's basically like, you're saying this stuff in front of other people. That's really throwing me off because it doesn't line up with how you're treating me behind closed doors or in our apartment every day. He basically makes the whole thing worse because he basically implies the only reason that he said that so first off, he's a dick, a condescending se- dick. I was trying to be an adult about it. I can handle myself in scenarios like that without causing an absolute scene, which is what we now have on our hands. An absolute scene?
1: This is a calm conversation it's between two people. It, what, what it's a talk. What is scene about it?
0: No, and I love, she's like, wait, you think this is a scene? so he basically implies the only reason he suggested that from the first moment was because he didn't want to cause a scene and make them look bad as a couple to other people he knew Johnny and Bao weren't going to want to sleep in the same bed and so he thought like we can just make ourselves look a little more normal and be like yeah of course we're fine with it and then in Unfiltered he even says I he says I handled that poorly I meant Like, I didn't assume we would sleep in bed together. I thought, like, maybe she'll sleep on the bed, I'll sleep on the floor. I just didn't want to make a big deal about it because I knew Johnny and Bao probably wanted separate beds. Okay, cool. Well, you didn't say fucking any of that. And those rooms are small. You didn't specify. And then you're going to imply that her being confused...
1: Well, and you're going out of your way to be more accommodating to another couple, but not the person you're married to. No regard
0: for what I might be feeling if I'm even interested in this. And then you have the audacity to actually be upset at me that I didn't just go along with it. And and when he said, causing an absolute scene, which we now have on our hands, to me, that was just the biggest tell. It was like, this is all about how you were perceived. Mm -hmm. This has nothing to do with your actual relationship with what's really going on between the two of you, between what you really feel and what you don't and all of that, this is just about how we look on camera, in front of the other couples right now, in the house, et cetera. And I thought that it was great though, because Brett was like, you think that honesty is negative. You say to call you out, but when I do it, this is what happens.
1: You can't handle it. You
0: can't handle it. And you tell me I'm making a scene. So over time of her giving him what, like she basically admits like, look, I give and I give, but at a certain point when I've been completely rejected, I'm going to break down and bow out. And that's what's happened at this point. And then, and then all of a sudden you cut to Ryan in an interview saying, I'm still not completely given up on this. They got me an incredible person. She's amazing in a lot of ways. And I'm just like, who is this Ryan? Yeah. Like, what is this? This is like you, again, like course correcting for so that we don't all think you're an asshole.
1: <laughs>
0: but like, it kind of has nothing to do with who you're actually being with her. Um, but it was weird because then by the end, they're going to take shots together and be optimistic. And I mean, person. something I wrote was, it's really interesting, as pissed as he was and unwilling to listen at first as he was, I do think by the end of that conversation, he had a lot more respect for her. Yeah. After she said her honest feelings. I think he's been sitting around so cocky and convinced that this woman, who's not my type at all, but is really nice, is so obsessed with me. And likes me so much that that almost ills him out even more. And it's like, dude, don't give yourself so much credit. Like, she's over you at this point. She's pissed. Like, and I think that that is what triggers him. It almost is like the fact that now he knows he doesn't have her in the bag is a part of recharging his interest in her. Yeah. And, like, wanting to make it work. Because he's like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, now she's implying I'm not good enough for her. Well, maybe I need, maybe, uh, oh.
1: I need to show that I am. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. (sighs) So.
1: At least we had a breakthrough with a conversation about feelings.
0: Yeah. Do you have any like other thoughts on them?
1: No, I still don't see a whole lot of hope. This just kind of, it seems, I mean, when you start putting these things into perspective and it being, you know, two weeks, Less than two weeks to decision day, you know it's it's hard for me to see how we go from not even living together, but not living together essentially. They're just coexisting in the same apartment to keeping this marriage going. Like, what what are you? What's going to happen over twelve days?
0: Exactly. You know, it's just it seems a
1: little late in the game for this. For sure.
0: And there was something really weird to me about that big fire moment with the Baxter cookies and the presentation of it all. It really felt like this whole group is on Brett's team and knows, you know, save maybe Johnny, knows that Ryan hasn't been fair to her and she's been going through hell all by herself. Yeah. And so it was like this very sweet moment. And also, like, super awkward to have Ryan on the sidelines, clearly, completely uninvolved in that gesture. Because it just highlighted what a shitty husband he is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that everyone else thought to do something like this weeks after this thing she went through. Meanwhile, other than him for camera being like, oh, and I'm so sorry. I know that's hard. He has really done nothing for her yeah. to help her with this.
1: Other the only thing he's done is not keep a close, and eye, close of enough eye on his dog, which ate her flowers.
0: Oh, right. I forgot about that. Ew, I know. Okay, yeah, I don't have a lot of hope for these two. And something that I keep thinking about is how, remember when we were saying, I don't know, it might have been like four or five episodes in, maybe even earlier, maybe like second or third, and he was on Unfiltered, and he was so giddy and joyful. And he was talking very much like they were still together. And we were so convinced. We were like, he couldn't come on unfiltered and talk like that if they weren't still together. And that's the only thing throwing me a bit. And yet, I guess an answer to that could be that, you know, he was high on watching that episode and like remembering that there was a point where they were really into each other.
1: I do think, here's here's what I have to say about the finishing up with them I do think they are the one wild card that we have for right. decision day
0: like you could see them saying yes like let's see what happens beyond the experiment and then divorcing six it's pretty
1: later. obvious w- where th- every other relationship is going mm-hmm. two are definitely staying together in my opinion two are definitely breaking up in my opinion mm-hmm. and this one is the one that that can go either way which is kind of fun
0: yeah for sure Okay. Bow and Johnny.
1: Oh. My um props to Bow for not for being over it. Yeah. Because there we I'm have, proud of her. we we have had some things re- in recent weeks where he it, it, everything has been his fault and then she has responded with okay, we'll try this. Mm-hmm. She's just from the get-go over it i yeah. love they're driving together <laughs> and johnny goes or yeah. johnny goes do you enjoy road trips and bow's response is with good company i do It's yeah. <laughs> like oh my gosh the ultimate shame. she's not
0: even trapped she's just like we're done yeah you know and then by the time we get there uh, he says in an interview, my goal is to actually spend as little time with Bao as possible. And it's like, oh, this is like the first time they have both completely agreed about where they stand, yeah. at least. Bao seems like she's had an awakening in the last
1: week. Well, I think a big part of it is what she talks about.
0: Yes, with her with about the girls.
1: Her, uh, with the girls, about her family. And, and I think
0: some of that was maybe spurred on by... Like, that last really gnarly week with her and Johnny and how much she was, like, bending over to make it all work. And then by the time she went to the therapy session, she was so defeated. And then, like, Pastor Cal really had, like, validated her and basically told her, like, stop trying.
1: Well, and then post-therapy session... She had you're the spo- discoveries. You're supposed to, supposed to be a situation where we right. come closer together... And Bao's only hope is that something from Johnny's therapy session would make their relationship better. And sh- once again, right? He did the whole pattern all over. Again. He did the whole pattern. So,
0: and that made her reflect. Yeah. On how, when she was a kid, her dad treated her mom really poorly and was very verbally and emotionally abusive, and how angry it would make her as a kid. And it would she would always, like, consciously tell herself, like, I will never allow myself to be treated the way I'm watching my mom being treated now. And something clicked for her in this last week where she realized, oh, my God, I'm letting it happen. I'm
1: falling into this pattern. I told myself I would never be like yeah. that, and now I'm finding myself in a relationship just like that. Yeah. Um
0: And I was so proud of her, like, when she was sitting with the girls and told them that. And... She said that she's been very patient in the face of meanness, but she's had enough. And she's just to the point where she's not going to stand for being treated like that.
1: Um, How incredibly funny and ironic was it that Bao essentially makes dinner for everyone? Oh, I know. Just, just, just Oh, but I perfect. thought she
0: doesn't do anything. Yeah. I thought she does nothing. Yeah. Johnny.
1: Looks pretty freaking gourmet to me. Yeah. Huh?
0: She's like makes <laughs> dinner for the whole damn crew. Um, the only other things I really have to say is just, you know, speaking to Johnny's just continual out of touch, perpetual victimhood, like he's talking to the guys and he just says, you know, we really, we really just have a perception problem. Just always trying to go back to like, see, I perceive the real reality
1: and Bao perceives
0: a fake reality. Yeah,
1: no, we have a Johnny problem. Right. That's the problem. It's the, not if a anyone's perception, perception problem. is
0: incorrect, it's yours. I asshole. can't
1: stand. That's one of my least favorite. Er, I just cannot stand that kind of. It drives me crazy. That yeah, we so, just see he, it different. We just see it differently. No, there's one thing that's happening, and that is not your excuse for disagreeing. Right. I'm sorry. It just isn't. And um, then he
0: tells the guys. He didn't know he was so emotional as a person. (laughs) I just put LOL. (laughs) I'm like, you're literally the biggest baby I have ever seen. We named an episode after you being a mean baby because there was no creative way to put it. And you are just finding out that you're emotional at 35. Like, good Lord, he needs so much therapy. Yeah. It's just, it's Um, good luck.
1: Couple things. I just really got under my skin watching the whole him chumming it up with Ryan in the kitchen playing rock, paper, scissors to see who'd get the bed. And I'm like, you guys are Um, both like failing in your marriages
0: and you're bonding
1: and you're bonding over it. Secondly, because
0: they've convinced themselves that they're like the victims of that somehow.
1: I realize that we are in Texas Mm -hmm. and on a ranch. Mm hmm. A lot of a little too much cowboy for me in this episode.
0: Well, well Johnny really was like going extra costume.
1: There's two ways it. that you can go with it. Gil fully embraces it and has a fun with it, and he's yeah. got his red cowboy hat, <laughs> shorts,
0: small for his head, which
1: is way too small. For, he's wearing shorts with cowboy boots. Yeah, hilarious. and like that's like, and then you have Johnny, like who's going. He's
0: literally head to toe. He is Woody from Toy Story
1: yes in all black with a bolo tie like i'm like whoa dude dude, this but he's
0: like in the corner when they're learning how to shoot guns like yeah it's
1: just i'm like what the hell are you wearing i can't tell if this is a costume or like if you're just trying to like you you bought these clothes and you're trying to channel this persona like none of it makes sense i I, I was just like (laughs) what the hell is going on here
0: i know Yeah, I mean they basically avoid each other all weekend, and then it's interesting because at the end, Bao says like to camera in her one of her confessional things, like, I feel like we're doing level one conversation, and we agree that that's where we're gonna stay. And I think that for her that means like I have fully detached. Like, we stay at level one because that is what allows me to not experience his emotional abusive, crazy making ways. And I am detached now from trying. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's the smartest move for her at this point. And she's going to make her paycheck. till we get to the end and And see what happens. Never look back. Yeah. Like, and I'm,
1: I, well, it's two. He was the one who was like, I think we just need to like, not have serious conversations and just be, so she's like, all right, if you want to do it, awesome. We're doing, we'll do it your way, Johnny.
0: Yeah. Um, but it is weird. They have they talk on the last day for, like, the first time all weekend. Like, even, I mean, it's awkward whenever they're in a situation where it's supposed to be, like, couples together in the group. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, the first night dinner, when they were going around saying how they're doing, I mean, they were they wouldn't even look at each other in the eye. Yeah. Like, they, it, it's so awkward. But then he makes a point to say, I really appreciate your adventurousness oh gosh oh, just just goodbye just goodbye johnny so i mean i this couple is like so 150 million percent over and i <laughs> i would say as frustrating as it is to watch when relationships devolve this way on this show in particular especially because so many of us get really frustrated when we watch like an actual emotional abusive dickhole, which a lot of times there's at least one. Mm-hmm. And it it can be like, gosh, what are you doing, Mathis? Like, why are you letting another, why are you letting someone have to endure this for two months? Yeah. But I will say it's been kind of cool to watch Bao go through that, but not end that way. To really, like, find her voice and her strength in the process and decide, like oh, I'm not going to put up with this anymore and almost like not let the experts get too in her head Yeah, because she's going to hold on to what she knows to be true, which is that I don't care about like, I've done everything that's possible to maintain a marriage in the broad sense of the word. And like, I'm with someone who I cannot win with. And I finally realize I deserve more. Yeah. And I think that that's cool. And I'm like, no, if I have to watch another expert like try and convince her otherwise, I will be angry at them.
1: She doesn't end up shattered in yes. the way that Paige did. Yes.
0: Through exactly. this thing. Exactly. Um, okay. uh, Gil and Mirla?
1: Yeah. Not a ton. I don't no, have a ton on just them. Cute the, and funny. the horseback riding.
0: I'm obsessed with the fact that Mirla is the last cast member, in this cast, that we would think would be well versed in the art of horseback riding and general horse knowledge in rural environments. Who the fuck could have seen that one coming?
1: Well, that's her background. And essentially, she wanted to go so far away from that- Yeah. That turned into a pretty, pretty princess. Mm-hmm. but still has the horseback riding roots.
0: Well, I love... I mean, I was just so excited I, bef- when, you know, we're getting the entrances of each couple showing up to the retreat. And I literally looked at you and was like, oh, I've got to turn my camera on for whenever Mirla walks through. Because, I mean, we all know that, like, whatever it is, it's not going to be good enough for her. Yeah, She's going to hate this. <laughs> and sure enough, she shows up, like, I think she's wearing, like a crop top and heels or something and she walks in with her sunglasses on
1: trips in the entryway trips
0: in the entryway and then is like (laughs) holding her her big black sunglasses like oh these close confines (laughs) she literally is like i don't i've never stayed in anywhere like this with other people i'm like poor mirla like you know, she never went to summer camp. She clearly didn't stay in a dorm in college and maybe grew up in really close quarters with her parents. And it's just like her whole life's goal and work was to like be in a luxury high rise loft apartment. Yes. And now she's, and when
1: she's not in a luxury high rise apartment, she's at the Ritz.
0: (laughs) Right. But I mean, yeah. So I just, am obsessed with the juxtaposition of this. Like, that predictable entry and response. And she's like <laughs> they're in the bedroom, and he's like on the bed, and she still has her sunglasses on, sitting on a chair, like, I just don't know how I'm gonna do this. I just don't know <laughs> if this is possible. But then like the next day, like, come to find out, she's like one of the only ones that like really knows how to ride. And of course she's complaining. But I actually like have to say as someone who grew up horseback riding and then when you become an adult and you don't have BFFs with a horse that you can like go ride all the time, you, you know, only end up riding once every couple years or whatever. And it is really disappointing when you have to go on some lame ass trail ride with someone guiding you. Oh,
1: no, this wasn't even a trail. They were just doing laps.
0: Yeah, laps across the pasture. Which (laughs) if I was on that pasture, it's like if you could have galloped anywhere, it was there. But so she's like bitching. (laughs) And it's obviously totally annoying and unattractive. But I have to say I understand that feeling. It's so annoying when you know how to do more and you just want to gallop. Especially in a wide open space like that. But you've got like some annoying trail guide that's like, now we're not going to try Okay,
1: now let's juxtapose, ju- juxtapose, jux juxt- how do I say that? Juxtapose. Juxtapose. This date activity, I'm sorry, with the gun activity. Mirla right. knows horses, yet we have an instructor every step of the way right. guiding them, going three miles an hour in slow loops. But... Yeah. Maybe it's one person who just jumps between horses and guns and horses and guns. They should have been doing <laughs> guns. They should not right. have been doing horses.
0: The wrong thing here.
1: I'm sorry. Um, I had to go back to it. <laughs> it all connects. Um, so
0: when they get off, she's bummed because their ride is over in literally five seconds. Like yeah. they literally just like rode across the field to get off to have a conversation yeah. on camera. So she's all irritated. And they do have a talk where he says, like, his whole thing is, like, even when she's having fun, she's not having fun. (laughs) Because she's just, she's a glass half empty person. She is. But, and he just says, he's like, you sound like you're a brat when you're not cooperative. And I will say, I do struggle with the brat language. Because I get it. But I do think there's something a little infantilizing about that. Yeah. That word, like, it's like you're being called a little girl. It's really... someone who's, Towing
1: like, the line of...
0: Yeah, it's like you're not her father. Yeah. Um, and I feel like every time Gil goes here, we all get a little...
1: <gasps> yeah, we tense up and a little bit.
0: And then she always really receives it. I wrote down, I was,
1: sh- I was pretty surprised. I said, props to her being never- okay with being called it, a brat.
0: She receives this shit well. She really receives his feedback... Seriously. Yeah. Every time and every time we brace ourselves that she's not going to be okay with it. And she always takes it in. I mean, I think because I know she's such an introvert and she doesn't um love to be vulnerable in front of people, I think I sometimes get worried that if if she were ever to have um like that the real problem could end up being in this relationship that she doesn't maybe stand up for herself enough or mm-hmm. speak up enough. But then I guess like she's always, she has no problem speaking her complaints throughout yeah. the day. Yeah. <laughs> so I like to think that she
1: does feel like. Ultimately- it's nice to, if, it's like having the balance of being the princess is, anno- or being like her attitude, at, especially at the beginning of the season is annoying but it kind of makes it forgivable and passable when she's also able to
0: receive feedback and acknowledge yeah. that she it
1: is she's not, not right.
0: defending herself no. up the wazoo. No.
1: Exactly. So it's like, yeah. She takes it seriously. It's, it's yeah, Marilyn being like She's
0: never heard this stuff. <laughs> yeah. It's like, is this the first person telling it you? Gil is
1: that you just can be like, this match, really because we talk so much shit on the experts, I'd be remiss to say this match really. Is really good.
0: It is, it is, for all the reasons we said. It's like she needs Gil, and and I think he kind of has fun with Amirla. Yeah, he kind of likes like. I just think he gets he a kind of likes cra- He likes
1: the challenge of cracking yes, the she's shell. A and, yeah,
0: she's a challenge to him, and not a like I need to save her because she also brings a lot to the table. Yeah, that could contribute to like their life together beyond this. Yeah, you know. Um... But yeah, it's just it'll I think that we're just gonna be mind blown every week by this because we just could have never guessed. Yeah. But they really are this interestingly cute match. Um Yeah. So Gil and Mirla for the win. And last but not least, I literally have almost nothing to say about Rachel and Jose.
1: Were they on this, this is episode. Were they on this episode? The only thing, my only note for Rachel and Jose. hmm I don't like the way that Rachel says husband.
0: My husband.
1: The I, It really just grates. I'm sorry. I know that is. It's <laughs> petty. It is very petty. But <laughs> it really bothers me. I don't know why. Have you ever noticed
0: I it? I guess now that you say it, I can hear <sighs> immediately how she says I can't, it, it. I can't really do
1: me. it right now because it's been a little bit since we've seen it. But yeah, it, hmm. that's, that, that's my note okay. for them. What do you have?
0: Great. Um, (laughs) I barely have anything. I mean, they really didn't have a lot of scenes. I just thought it was interesting. She's talking to the girls. um, And she does bring up the big argument. I just think that everyone sits tensely whenever she wants to bring up the event. Because everyone knows the truth of what happened that night. And yet, this couple is hell bent. They have to hold on to the story that he didn't do that thing on purpose in order to justify why she's still with him. Yeah. And so it's like they both bring it up because they know it was this big, embarrassing event that everybody knows about. But they also have to constantly sh- tell everyone why that why we're okay since that event, and don't worry, and these are my takeaways. Um. But I just always feel everyone else in the group sort of just not really. Everybody just sort of sits like, mm-hmm, okay, we're going to follow your lead because you guys are operating from a place of pretending that that didn't happen the way it actually did. Yeah. So what are we going to say? We're just going to be like, yay, good. we're well, glad you Well, that you're combined
1: happy. to, like, I don't know. I, I still am annoyed. I guess I'm just annoyed with how that situation resolved itself because. Well, it's not. Like, resolved. I, I, well, they're acting like it, yeah, everything's resolved. I mean, it's like she flat out told all of the girls I'm not in love with him anymore.
0: Yeah, but that was obviously just an emotional thing.
1: But yeah, but it's not like it happened. It was not like it was immediately after he locked her out. She had time to think about it. It's I don't like know. a
0: day later.
1: It's just, it's just, I don't oh, they just, It annoys me. <laughs>
0: Just waiting for an actual word to come out. <laughs> um, no, totally. I do too, because it feels like it's been swept under the rug, and that was a really big issue, and it's just gone, and yeah. we don't really okay no what but she does say she's being so honest now and upsetting him every time, but it feels very good to her, and so that's something that I just I mean, I feel like behind closed doors, there's probably always little things bubbling with them. And I am intrigued about how those things go down. But they're doing such a good job of keeping, like, at least the equilibrium for all of us. So it's like there's nothing really to say.
1: Yeah. They don't do a very good job teasing this couple. Because other than the lock, the lockout thing, um, there right. ha- hasn't been. But they've tried to sh- Like, I just don't believe anything in the previews. That they try to tease with this couple because it actually never ends up being what you think it is. Oh, right. With these two. So I'm just like, just wait, you know, because it seems like they have another big conversation about trust next week. But who knows what it's about. Um, Mm -hmm. I just think they're kind of boring and don't really have much going on. So they're trying to pump it up. I have
0: to say I thought it was interesting and funny that half the group named Rachel as most petty. Yeah. Like, I feel like we've gotten to see these little glimpses of this side of her personality. Like when she's like, oh, watch out for Summer Rachel. You're not going to like her and you can't tell her anything. I'm like, what? (laughs) So I do think that there's a side to Rachel that we still just don't know that well, but everybody else seems to know her.
1: While we're on the subject, that game was pretty shady. It was. It was, who's most likely to go to rehab? I'm like, whoa.
0: Yeah, this game was shady. (laughs) <laughs> and, like, what did you think of the fact, most likely to be in rehab, every single person said Johnny. Yeah. We don't know that, Johnny.
1: It's right? very weird. Yeah, I don't know what that was about. Someone made a joke that well, he was doing, like, must... a sniffling thing, like.
0: But, oh, right, like, implying, like, oh yeah. joke or something. But something tells me he gets wasted at the group events and we just haven't seen it.
1: You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. why
0: else would everybody say that? It was
1: just a shady game. It's yeah. like, who's most likely to bury a body in the woods? It's like, you know, it's like not equating that with rehab. But it's just, yeah, it was yeah, very shady. Yeah, there's a few
0: that are, like, awkward. Um, I thought it was so funny. Most likely to leave a party early. Obviously, it was going to be Mirla, and everybody was laughing because they all knew right away. And everybody puts their stuff up, and... <laughs> Rachel's like she wants to leave right now, (laughs) and Marilyn was like, "Mm -hmm." (laughs) Like, "So accurate."
1: Um, Uh, Props to Brett though for setting that up. As a coach myself, I did not
0: remember that she was a volleyball coach and teacher until that all came up again.
1: As someone who's coached in the past, it is very fun to be the person in charge of. At like friends or family get-togethers when there are games being played, mm. it is fun to be the leader of said activity, <laughs> um, creating brackets, if you will. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So good job, Brett.
0: Um, okay. Before we get into our spoiler section, let's let's hear what you have for the rankings.
1: Power rankings. Coming in at dead last, number five, Zach and Hurricane. Okay, number four, Bao and Johnny. Okay. Number three, Brett and Ryan. Mm-hmm. Two, Rachel and Jose, and one, obviously, our favorites, Gil and Mirla. Um,
0: yeah, not very surprising. I have not. I, have, I can't even sit here and critique you for them because it's obvious. No,
1: and that's. I knew I was going to be putting Michaela and Zach in the, the yeah, last place. told us last week. Yeah. I can't, I can't tell you what my power rankings will be next week, though. I don't know. Good. Only time will tell. Good. Okay, so this is your... Oh, no.
0: No. So I have a few lyrics. Oh, yes,
1: the lyrics are back. We Bring it on. We had some
0: serious lyrical Bring it on, lyricals. I want to hear. So in the Rolodex of Mathis-written songs that are always ripping off some actual famous person in their song we have <laughs> um during cornhole when the couples are playing cornhole all of a sudden you hear go big or go home.
1: go big or go home yeah oh my gosh then um has anyone ever said that while playing cornhole before <laughs> hey you really got to go big or go home on this throw
0: Then when what I perceive to be is kind of like a cautious clay Frank Ocean ripoff when Michaela and Zach are fighting, all of a sudden it's like, when do we see this going? And then I'm so done. I'm so done chasing you. (laughs) And then Rachel and Jose have their chat about what, like, we'll see what happens in the next few weeks. And then it's, Take it day by day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, I so need good. to know what goes into the process of making the music for this show. I
0: know. I know. Um, <laughs> I love it. Great um, job. Babe. Okay. So this is your spoil alert peeps. If you are not interested in hearing about a spoiler that has been circling Mathis Cybernation for the last week. Now is your time to leave. Love you. Talk to you next week. Great. If you're still here, it means that you want to talk about the spoiler, which is...
1: One last time. This is your spoiler warning.
0: Spoiler warning. Goodbye. Goodbye. Um, Breaking news...
1: Breaking news. Is that
0: none other... Then Zach and Bao are seen and verified to be currently dating. (laughs) They're currently together. Michaela has basically confirmed as much. Broken
1: contract.
0: Gosh. She has broken so many contract rules. I am so curious how they're going to deal with this.
1: I'm wondering. Because she's been very
0: blatant. Both on unfiltered and on her story about how she is no longer with Zach and they don't speak, and then she confirmed this story because I th- uh, there was a bunch of pictures that were taken of them. The cast came into LA maybe for like what the reunion shooting or something.
1: Oh, they have to talk about this at the reunion. Still, I think they do. There's no way they can't.
0: Yeah, I think they do. This I is going to be a juicy as, AF like, reunion.
1: Oh man. So,
0: anyways, people got pictures of them like holding hands and stuff out here in LA. And then Michaela was obviously getting blown up on Instagram about it. And she then decided to speak out on her story. Was very gracious. Very like, I don't speak to either of them. I am, yes, still married, but estranged in that marriage. I wish them the best. Happy for anyone who's found anything since this. Um, and then just never says bow, but says, like, I don't speak to her, blah, blah, blah. Which then gave us so much more perspective on her attitude towards bow on Unfiltered two weeks ago, which we were confused by because she basically was, she jumped in on Johnny's defense when he was saying, like, bow is a liar and blah, de, blah, de, blah. And she was like, she said something weird that made us both cock our heads. We were like, where is she coming from with that? Because she was like, well, I mean, I do have to say with Johnny, I mean, she was always, you know, telling everyone else that she did, wasn't happy in the relationship and blah, blah, blah. And we were like, what? And now it's like, oh, I see what's happening. Now I see what's happening. So she was being open about where she was at in the relationship these last couple weeks. She obviously made Michaela feel special and cared for in this episode that just happened when she was like heart to hearting her. And now in retrospect, Michaela is trying to make Zach and Bao and their relationship make sense in her mind, which she might be telling herself that Bao already had her eye on him by this point of the retreat, which I was watching this ep with eagle eyes, you know, to like be looking for anything. Yeah. And other than the complete irony and craziness of the fact that who is heart-to-hearting Michaela and hearing her out and giving her really good relationship advice, but Bao.
1: Also, who is the only one in the hallway with the door open spying on what's going on with all of this? Okay, but
0: all of that to say... It really all felt so genuine to me, and her and Zach barely interact.
1: No, I know there's not really.
0: There's there, nothing that indicates this we connection. knew
1: this information watching this episode, and other than a few, huh? There is nothing that makes you that no. leads you to believe that these two are right. are together. It's fascinating. I mean, this is like the par most for the course. Is, isn't she with
0: Ryan when? He comes storming out after the fight in the house.
1: I can't remember oh, if she no. was outside. I you know she's she was she's in her hitting. room yeah. and opened her door and was right. like, what's going on? Um, this is par for the course for like Mathis, Australia. Right. But this, this does never not happens. happen stateside.
0: <laughs> it doesn't. We, do not, we, we don't couple swap stateside.
1: We don't. I got to say, I am here for yeah, it. Yeah, I'm here for
0: it. I'm I just... for it because, I mean, here's the thing. When we first heard it, I was feeling a type of way towards Zach still. And so I was like, I'm happy overall that Bao has found happiness because she deserves this shit. But I felt conflicted because I was like, really? She ends up with the other perfectionist guy here? Like, that feels so, ugh, and frustrating to me. But I they guess- They are
1: different people. Though. They're just, they're they probably bring people. out different
0: sides of each yeah. other. Because then we were talking about it more and we're like, I guess like his biggest thing with Michaela from the get go, we can have all of our thoughts about how he has chosen to convey this feeling. And yet it's a valid thing that from early on, he has been concerned about her explosiveness. And Bao is the opposite of explosive and is obsessed with having just talking through feelings and emotions which Zach could use some help on but who knows what version of Zach we'd be seeing if we were not if we were watching him with someone who wasn't explosive like Michaela you know yeah um so like i'm open i'm open because i think Bao is so mature and lovely that I mean, think about it. She wants to be having sex every single day. She wants to jump out of planes and shoot guns. I mean, on its face, like, it seems like a very desirable person.
1: I'm just dying to know how I want they- I wanna see them
0: interact I'm though. dying
1: to know how this is gonna be played out on yeah, TV. yeah. I'm dying to know if the, like, are the experts gonna be at the reunion? Is it just going to be like a host? Like, is Kevin Frazier just doing it? What kind of setup are we? I also need to know, what do we think for a celebrity couple name? Is it Zhao or Bakery? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Zhao. I kind of like Zhao. I love Zhao.
1: It's got a nice ring to it.
0: It does. Bakery is too much. No. <laughs> 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 Oh, my God. <laughs> Wait, we haven't even given the other established couples couple names. Which, that Ge- makes me want to do it right now. Gearla? Or Mill.
1: <laughs> I think Gearla. I think it's Gearla.
0: It's <laughs> also just stupid. I know. Um, Brett.
1: Brett and Ryan. Ryan. Brian. Or... Brett. And then... Rachel and Jose.
0: Rose. That's Rose. a good one. I feel like maybe they've said that before. Have they? Rose is great.
1: Rose is perfect. So good. Jose like, Girla. <laughs> I still like Girla.
0: No. It just makes me think of Richard Gear. Really? Yeah. Oh,
1: <laughs> but man. Zao,
0: Zhao's pretty cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> That's our big explosive juice, oh, guys. Man. I mean, really, it is what. I, maybe you're not. Mo- maybe most people have already seen this online by now. But
1: we, we just desperately wanted to, wanted to talk it. about it on the pod without, while still maintaining a, sp-
0: yeah, an authentic
1: version of recapping this.
0: Yeah, thing. because we don't want to feel like we're blowing it for anybody. We are not a spoiler site, but this got disseminated on so many different. Instagram accounts this past week and on Twitter and stuff, it was like, it's, uh, it's of course going to inform how we look at the neck, the last few weeks. Cause I mean, it's just fun. We want to look for any shred of evidence. Like, were they connecting then? Were they connecting then? And like, so now we just wanted to talk about it. And if any of you guys end up seeing anything that you find suspect before we get to decision day, would love to hear about it. Um, but yeah, okay, we're done. This was a freaking crazy, dramatic week, and it was—I mean, it was entertaining as fuck. Yeah, oh,
1: retreat. Retreat week like, and honeymoons are my two. Right favorite when weeks everything's at
0: getting weary, weary, because we're just like in the muck of that of the relationship shit. It's like couples retreat comes to like give you some respite, and it's either gonna be really like fun and funny or like explosive and this kind of was a little bit of everything so i'm here for it we got one week left before decision day and i'm excited
1: hashtag teams
0: out <laughs> hashtag teams out okay we hope you guys have a great week and we will talk to you next week
1: all right bye. bye